0: Good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. It was late last year when a professor from the University of Oslo published an article proposing, quote, whole body gestational donation, end quote. This means that women who have been declared brain dead could be used as whole body surrogates for gestating babies. And the article went on to say, look, there's no significant ethical difference between keeping a brain-dead person alive so we can, uh, you know, take their organs and they can donate their organs and keeping a woman alive, quote, brain-dead woman alive, in order to utilize her uterus uh, to continue gestating a baby. Uh I mean, when you hear this, you say to yourself, is this happening? I mean, is this a think piece? Is this just an ethical, um, you know, puzzle? Uh, But my guest, Jennifer Lall, is the founder and president of the Center for Bioethics and Culture Network. She's taking a very serious look at it. She couples her 25 years of experience as a pediatric critical care nurse, hospital administrator, and senior-level nursing manager with a deep passion to speak for those who have no voice. She's produced the film Lines That Divide, The Great Stem Cell Debate, and The Anonymous Father's Day, and other films as well. You can follow her work at cbc-network.org. And Jennifer, good to have you here. Thanks.
1: Great. Thanks for having me on today. I appreciate it.
0: Uh, Your piece in First Things, I think it's dated February 28th of this year, Uh, talk to me about its origin. When did you first become aware that... Such things are being uh, proposed
1: well i I actually was tipped off on this uh, journal article where the woman who proposes this ghastly um, you know idea it's not happening yet, but it is sort of her thought piece experiment, Uh Um, and I've been working for probably the last 15 years to oppose surrogacy full stop in any shape or form, Uh Um, and as an ex-nurse, I was mortified to hear that she was proposing that women who have been um, diagnosed with brain death, you know, could could legally um, consent to, just like you could donate your organs in, you know, the uterus, the womb is an organ. She was proposing that in that informed consent of choosing to be an organ donor, why not use, you know, these brain-dead women um, to gestate babies for people before we allow them to go on to their natural death?
0: Yeah. I I think at first glance, most people would think there's something really wrong with this idea. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Just a kind of a a gut-level, even aesthetic idea. There's something that doesn't sound right or feel right about it. Uh, Walk it through for me, though. What is she claiming?
1: it conjures up kind of, you know, really sci-fi kind of movies. Yeah. I mean, in the in the typical fashion, you know, I worked in hospital nursing for 20 years, you know, a person who's, um, you know, just this, this been diagnosed with irreversible brain death and has made the decision to be an organ donor, you know, they're kept alive maybe a, a few hours, maybe a few days till family can come and say their goodbyes. Um, but this notion where you would, you know, literally perhaps keep a woman on life support for nine months. Yeah um who, you know, is being I, I would say, you know, not being treated in a dignified way right. that we you know, we treat the dying Um, nobody's, in this whole article of this woman, she's never once mentioned any kind of impact that this is on a child who's growing in the womb. When you think of a woman who's pregnant, you know, mothers, they sing to their babies, they rock their babies, they talk to their babies in the womb, they bond. This is a woman who literally 24-7 is going to be surrounded by intensive care, you know, the noises of an ICU, doctors and nurses turning her and and positioning her, infections that you get when you're on long-term life support. Mm. I mean, no consideration that this child... Is being gestated in literally a dead woman, and is this child going to grow up and think that this was an okay use of this woman's body instrumentally? Yeah. Um, so there's just so many you know things to um, to push back on and to be repulsed by with this yeah. kind of a, a, a view
0: yeah, uh, what kind of response did her article get uh, in the I'm sure others responded to it. I would hope others responded to it.
1: Yeah, I mean, thankfully, our conscience hasn't been so seared that people, you know, resoundingly were disgusted by this idea, yeah. Um, you know, but, you know, as things go, when something becomes normalized, people become more, you know, well, okay, she is just dead anyway. Right. Um, so, you know, that's why the work that we do, I think, is so important, is kind of always raising the, the, the temperature um, that this is exploitative to the woman's body, this is exploitative to the child, it's undignified. Um, you know, we people deserve better. This is not proper medicine.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's still questions surrounding uh, determination of brain death, too, isn't there?
1: Yeah, it's not you know, and I say in the article, it's not a settled diagnosis. I mean, there was an earlier proposition in about 2000 where somebody put forth that we would use women in persistent vegetative state, um, which you know we have you know evidence that people can actually recover from that. Mm-hmm. And I think this particular woman thought, oh well, let's just go with brain dead women because you know they won't recover and they are they are you know legally. You know, on in all intents and purposes, dead. But you know, I worked in again in critical care settings, and it's it's not as clear cut as yes, this is a dead person. But still, the point is, we should not be <laughs> using yeah. this person. And you know, the ends don't justify the means.
0: Well, that asks, I asked the question that I mean, whose jurisdiction is it to make a decision like this?
1: Well, I you know, this is you know, the United States where you know we're very independent and free market people. So whether this would be um, the purview of the, you know, the United Network of Organ Sharing, which is the, the body that sort of regulates all organ donation and donors and recipients and tracks and monitors um, and, and maintains the sort of the allocation. How do we give precious resources? We don't have enough organs, obviously, for the people that are on waiting lists. So whether this would be something, if it got implemented, heaven forbid, um, would it fall into the the purview of just regular old organ donation policy that we have established in the United
0: States. Yeah, Uh, I mean, I think most people would feel as though this is something more than just organ donation, though. There's a sense that you're, in a sense, you've got a, while the brain is dead, you've got the donation of a living system here, Uh, not just the uterus. It's a living system. So. Well, it just begs the question of,
1: you know, the, when where does this end then? If you can keep people alive for this many months yeah. to just date a baby, you know, why couldn't we keep people alive for months and months and months so we could do, you know, new drug testing on them? Right. You know, new experimentation of surgical procedures or implants, you know, all the things that we do in normal kind of clinical trials where we use human subjects, you know, people that consent to be part of, you know, experimentation. Um, you know with this you know just sort of open the floodgates so well if we can use the body for this why can't we use it for that
0: right right and uh, you you point out that she never once mentioned and you said this a little bit earlier in the interview too but you that she never mentions the rights of babies who would be born through this whole body gestational donation so she's very laser focused on uh one things here uh, what does this mean for the child yeah and it because in, you know she sort of opens her you know her
1: proposal if you will um, by saying that well, this is fix all the ethical problems around surrogacy so it was great one that she granted that there's ethical problems of surrogacy yeah. <laughs> okay. you know yeah. hiring women to be surrogates mm-hmm. so her solution is well let's just use dead women but again there's no concept at all and we know that maternal child bonding begins in utero and in, in a normal hospital settings where m- mom is sick or baby's sick or, um, you know, women who are still pregnant have to be hospitalized. We're very mindful of the fact that, you know, maternal child bonding is good, important, necessary, and yes. we encourage it. Yeah. And here, um, you know, and and i also have to think, well, who are the people that want a baby so desperately that they will um, violate the dignity of this you know, dying woman, mm-hmm. and use her in such a cold fashion to gestate a baby. I mean, I mean we know that we're a, a blank away from artificial wombs, and that's concerning enough, you know, raising and gestating babies, you know, human babies in artificial wombs. Mm-hmm. Um, but then to take it to sort of a more grueling level, um, you know, at on one hand, the artificial womb is kind of sterile and high-tech, but it's, you know, it's just something a little unsettling about, a, you know, a woman who should be allowed to die, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and being, you know, kept on life support for months in order to gestate a baby.
0: I wonder if feminist concerns would play into this, right? I mean, this would be, in this way, kind of the ultimate in commodifying a woman's body.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, because I work with lots of feminists who who joined me on my campaign to stop surrogacy of, you know, human living women. Um, So, yes, I think they would be equally mortified that this is just another, you know, undignified, you know, use of the woman's body, etc. Exploitative, it's commodification, uh, using um, women's bodies instrumentally. Pro- I mean, profiting off of uh, a dying woman's body. I mean, because there's a lot of money here that's going to be made in the in the gestation and the surrogacy. You know, people pay yeah. <laughs> surrogates to have babies, so there's a financial element. So there's just much for many, many people, whether they be religious or liberal or conservative or what, to just think
0: that this is this is just uh, um, dehumanizing. Yeah yeah it's not it
1: proper medicine
0: t- turns her it turns her really into nothing more than a fetal container um,
1: and yeah and that's exactly what the author that's the exact words. you know basically the the author says well, we don't really need to be concerned about this woman she has no life, her only life is to just date a baby she's <sighs> a fetal container
0: wow, wow. It's grueling that's yeah, it's, it's
1: wow. and it's it's I almost surprises me more because it's a woman who's putting forward this proposal
0: yeah yeah right Did, <laughs> like, I, has has anybody run with it i mean is this something that you see i realize once you start talking about it it may be a while before people uh you know get used to the idea but i'm just curious has there been any positive response to her uh, article
1: not that I've seen. I mean, okay. of course, I'm not, you know, monitoring it twenty four seven. But sure. you know, from, from my social media and all the posts and the response from when it ran in first things has just been people were just, you know, you
0: know, repulsed by this proposal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this this uh, this is so this is going on. This is a, one way uh, we're thinking of of uh, surrogacy, applying surrogacy to a brain dead. Where is the debate now over surrogate uh, motherhood, uh, we, just in the, in the culture as a whole? We're, we're, what's what's the debate about?
1: Well, I can speak specifically to the United States contest um, context, and that is that, you know the debate is overwhelmingly um, tilted toward you know pro surrogacy. Yeah. You know, we ought to be able to help um, you know infertile couples. We ought to be able to help. You know, same sex male couples have children. Um, you know, we have lots of celebrities that, you know, between conservative celebrities like Dave Rubin and his husband who had children through surrogacy to Hollywood celebrities like the Kardashians. Um, you know, mm-hmm. overwhelmingly people think if a woman wants to do this with their body, she wants to help somebody. Um, you know, what's wrong with that? Uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's overwhelmingly seen as a positive and a and a good, wonderful thing that this angelic woman is doing, giving the gift of life.
0: Yeah, it, it, this is so many of our discussions in America kind of end before they begin. Uh, they end with the statement, "Well, it's her right. You know, she if she wants to do that with her body. That's fine." And that that's supposed to end it. <laughs> Curtain comes yeah. down. The discussion is over.
1: Yeah, well, and I always tell people, try to start your thinking at the beginning, not in the middle, not at the end. You know, just start to think at the beginning. Is this is this what the body is for?
0: Yeah. Is
1: this what we want women to do with their bodies? Is This is what we want little girls to grow up and see their mommies doing and think, oh, this is how we form families and help build families. Um, you know, my own you know published research with my colleagues shows that surrogate pregnancies are high risk, much higher risk than a natural pregnancy. Um you know, babies, again, they bond with their, bo- their mom in utero. Yeah. When I was a pediatric nurse, I always to tell people and parents, one thing a newborn baby knows when they're born, they don't have to be taught it. They know their mother. Yes. You know, they know her smell, they know her huh. voice, they know the rhythms of her body. Um It's, you know, it's, it's that bond that shouldn't be broken. We talk about maternal-child bonding, and then we break that bond, and we think that there's no harm done.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jennifer, how do people stay in touch with the work that you're doing?
1: well i'm very active on Twitter um, at Jennifer Law and we have a you know huge YouTube channel so people can see our movies for free we've made quite a few movies on surrogacy and it's the CBC Network as our, our YouTube channel so I invite people to follow me on Twitter or watch our movies
0: very good well wonderful talking with you and I hope we can talk again in the near future thank you Jennifer lawl again cbc networkorg dot org and uh, her movies are available there. You can follow this discussion. You know, it's one of surrogacy, surrogate mothering, surrogate parenthood, is one of those things that every it pops up as a you know, flashpoint now and then and then it disappears for decades.